Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports. And joining me is Keith Steckler, Vice President and Group Director of Digital for MKTG. Keith, super excited to have you back on the show. What's up, Rob? Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. So what we're going to talk about today is athletes as brands. And the reason for this is... I wanted to talk a little bit about Le'Veon Bell, and I think this is going to also bleed into some Antonio Brown and some Odell Beckham Jr. I'm a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'm from Pittsburgh originally. I have a Steelers tattoo. They literally only raise you one way in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm someone who, despite being such a big sports fan, I also am very pragmatic about things. I see it from all sides. I'm not a homer, even though I am diehard. And Le'Veon Bell right now is, I'm not going to say he's holding out. He's not signing the franchise tender for the Steelers. And Le'Veon Bell before this was the best running back in football. So what this made me think of is, what is Le'Veon Bell's marketability right now? So as we dig a little bit deeper into this, so he is the – Best running back in football. He's going to get paid the most amount of money, but he's doing something that's never been done before. He's going to sit out, we don't know, anywhere from two to nine games of the season to protect his long-term value to then sign a long-term contract like Todd Gurley did with the Rams so that he can get paid on the back end. As a Steelers fan, I mentioned to you, Keith, that my relationship with Le'Veon Bell is now transactional. I loved him. He's incredible on the field. I wish he was on the field for the Steelers. But you can't love someone who won't love you back. And Le'Veon Bell uh, didn't give the Steelers any sort of heads up. I think that's another thing that's really caused some confusion on this. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, I saw a video yesterday, had an EP album release party down at Miami in the club. So everything is not about football at the moment. So where is Le'Veon Bell's marketability knowing that he's an elite performer, he's got a unique brand from, I actually like that he raps. That's, that's cool with me. That, that doesn't bother me at all. Everyone's their own brand. But should the number one running back in football have a more marketable brand than I see right now with Le'Veon Bell? Because – I just don't know what his marketability is. Yeah, and I, and I would say you probably consider him the number one running back, and statistically speaking, he probably is. But I think if you look at this season, David Johnson, Gurley, we can make the case for those two guys. So already we're seeing that his stock slide a bit. I think in the league, specifically with the NFL, unfortunately those guys just look another way. So to answer your question, his marketability is always going to be high. Has it diminished? I don't feel like it has at all. Let's look at what happened just yesterday with Josh Gordon. Um, you know, not surprised the Patriots picked him up, but of course I thought a team was going to pick him up. His, his career was not over with Cleveland. And look at, um, speaking of Cleveland, look at the guy that just signed with um, the Seahawks, got busted for insider trading, and another team picks him up. Michael so, Hendricks, yeah. Right. Marketability, man, like that's never going to go away. Unfortunately, with, with the league, specifically the NFL, um, if you can play the game of football, you probably will still have a job. So I think it's smart what Le'Veon's doing. If, if we think about him as a brand, he's thinking about what's next and more importantly, his future. Has he been disloyal to you guys and, and the franchise? Of course, 
Um, how much of that gets weighed into this equation, up to you. I, I guess that depends on if you're a fan or not. And I, and I did see the, the, uh, the Miami news. I mean, not, not smart. So if you're going to do this, I do think your team needs to be a little more buttoned up and, and guiding you in the right direction. Okay, well, let's look at Le'Veon Bell's teammate, Antonio Brown, someone who is unquestionably the best at his position in the NFL, and you're seeing him everywhere. So he's in Pepsi commercials. He's always smiling. He did Dancing with the Stars. So when looking at the marketability, uh, Antonio Brown also has never been in trouble. He's never been suspended. Uh, He's really a marketer's dream. So what is the difference between – I guess, is there a difference between the wide receiver position, you got Antonio Brown, you got Odell Beckham Jr., and the running back position? If I look at Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, David Johnson, uh, I can't tell you any marketing that those guys have done, but I can surely tell you stuff that Odell and Antonio Brown have done. Yeah. No, you're right. It's a good point. Um, I don't know if there's a sharp distinction. I do think a lot of running backs tend to get nailed with um, whether it's drug use or off the field issues. And, and so as you and I both know, in, in today's day and age with social the way it is, I think a brand can make any decision it wants to make. If, should a brand want to bring on Le'Veon Bell as a spokesperson or affiliate them with their brand, that's their decision. I do think you are going to see social media uprising if that happens. Not to the extent of the Ray Rice situation, Um, or many of these other guys that took a hard left turn in the wrong direction. But I do think a lot of brands will still align um, their brand to some of these guys. You just have to do it with, with the the guidance that that social is either going to love that or hate that. And I do think in the case of Le'Veon Bell, I think it's going to swing more towards the hate side. Why is the NFL Okay, why is Le'Veon Bell not as marketable as Steph Curry? Okay, to me that, that's, a, that's a hard comparison because I think Steph has been really smart from the beginning. You look at a guy who wanted to do an endorsement deal with brittle water and not a soft drink or not a drink that wasn't – I mean, he's really trying to not just do deals um, – and, and I have no insight to this. It's just my perspective – not to do deals based on the financial outcome for him, but do deals and align himself with brands that he personally thinks are a good fit. Um, I think outside of sports, um, someone that comes up a lot is Jennifer Aniston and how she only wants to affiliate with products that she uses or really believes in. I like that a lot. Um, And I think if you're focused on that, I think you're more authentic and then you're going to have a better outcome in the end. So switching back to the NFL, let's talk about Des Bryant. So in terms of marketability, I believe his marketability has taken some of the biggest drops possible because not only is he not only on a team right now, but he's live tweeting Cowboys games negatively, which I have to imagine is hurting his ability to get onto a team. And when he's on a team, he becomes more marketable. So I think he's a great example of how social media can – help or in his case hurt Antonio Brown does it help 100% Juju Smith-Schuster he's a phenomenal follow then you get Des Bryant he's just causing problems right and and I, I think the the day and age of social and the fact that you can have a direct relationship or connection to an athlete is outstanding I think the it's a such a thin line between that being a very positive and your in your example Juju 
or very negative, in this case, Dez. It's a really thin razor's edge. I, I honestly, I loved what Antonio Brown did yesterday and the fact that why don't you trade me and find out. That's somebody who's saying, I am arguably the number one receiver in the league. I am not um, better because of Ben. I mean, as a team guy, he's probably going to acknowledge that. But I can go to any team and put up the same amount of numbers as long as you give me someone that can throw the ball in my vicinity. I like that. Um, I think that that's a good use of social. I think Dez is, is not – and I agree with you. I don't know a lot of guys in the locker room that want to look at that and say, yeah, let's bring that to our team. So I was not thrilled to see that tweet from Antonio Brown for several reasons, obviously. Uh, let's hear it. One, the start to the season for the Pittsburgh Steelers has been less than harmonious. Correct. First you got Le'Veon Bell. Then last week against the Chiefs, Antonio Brown's chirping on the sideline to the offensive coordinator. Uh, the Steelers are 0-1-1. And, and then uh, Antonio Brown, my favorite player on the team, saying, well, go ahead and see what it would like to trade me. And one, I did not agree at all with the guy who tweeted him who was a former employee of the Steelers. No, Antonio Brown is so much more than a quarterback. Does Ben contribute to this 100%? But are you telling me if – Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo, any of these other quarterbacks were there that he wouldn't produce the same. Antonio Brown is an elite-level guy because he prepares. He has a growth mindset for success and excellence. So I did not agree with it whatsoever, and I really saw this as an extension of what happened on Sunday. There's frustration in the Steelers' locker room with everything that's going on. It boiled over here. I do not believe that. His trade demands were serious. I think it was more um, frustration coming out. But nonetheless, as a Steelers fan, I don't want to hear Antonio Brown saying, trade me and find out what happens. Yeah, no, I get it. And I agree with you. I, don't, I, don't, I think he's comfortable enough and he knows that that's not going to cause a rift. It's, it's bigger the statement of the fact that I'm the number one receiver in the league. And that's what I'm saying. I, that's how I took it. I, I, don't, think, I don't think he would have done it if he thought this is a legitimate thing. Right. Unless all of a sudden you want to like trade him to Tennessee or somewhere. And then all of a sudden you really, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No yeah. shade on Tennessee whatsoever. No. Uh, so Keith, where can people connect with you? Twitter is uh, my platform. So I'm at Keith S K E I T H S. And as always, I'd love to hear from you about this episode. What are your thoughts about Le'Veon Bell's marketability? What about Antonio Brown and what he's tweeting and Des Bryant? Do you have thoughts, questions, or does this cause you to take action? Hit me up on Instagram at Rob underscore Cressy or at Rob Cressy on Twitter. And if you'd like to get some content creation tips to help you on your journey, go to BaconSports.com and sign up for my newsletter. That's it. That's all, 